0: Coming up for thirteen minutes to ten o'clock. It is Tuesday night. You're listening to tonight with me, Lester It. Just how have you been? I'm I've stopped looking at the numbers, so to say. I'm stopped giving updates on the numbers of the show. But Tonight I got a little bit of a shock. I checked up on on the numbers, and I see for the first time, the Western Cape has gone over ten thousand confirmed cases. Yes, that um, about five thousand of those cases um, have already recovered. Just looking at the latest um, stats here for the city of Cape Town, according to the Western Cape government, ten thousand five hundred and fifty-eight cases. In the Cape Town metro area, 4,363 people have recovered so far. So that begs the question, should Cape Town, should the Western Cape go down with the rest of the country to level three or should we still be staying in level four? I know a lot of people are frustrated. I know a lot of people want to get back to work, and lot, a lot of people want to see the economy back on their feet. But with with these numbers, are you certain that we can still go through with going down to level three? Give me a call: zero two one four four six zero five six seven. Carol, you want to talk about kids going back to school? Nothing, three. Hi there, Carol. Sorry, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm well, thank you, and you. Good, thank you. What's on your mind? Okay. On my mind
1: is I will – I don't agree that the kids go back to school. Mm. Um, number one is they go back to school. They, they, they are 50 to 33 children in the class. Mm. They sit four at a the desk. Are, who is going to pay the medical expenses? If anything goes wrong,
0: it's very very true. Right
1: do now you... we got we got the grade seven, who's going to go, and we got the matric. They're going to go, and they are going to school. But what if the matric and the grade seven gets it? So what is the use? You send one lot hmm. and the other lot? Yeah, I, I just don't understand this. Hmm.
0: Do you agree that? Um, uh, do, where do you do you see? the Western Cape still staying under level 4 lockdown or should we be opening up to level 3 as we see the rest of the country probably going to?
1: You know what? At this stage, I see that the Western Cape, the schooling, right? Mm -hmm. Especially the little ones, okay? That the schooling still stays closed till at least July or August. Mm -hmm. You know, then, then we got, look, they are doing schooling online okay? Those
0: Those who can afford it and those who have data, those who have computers. I'm coming,
1: I'm coming to that. Mm. Those children who've got data who can afford it, everything, they got schooling. Okay, the children that don't have, my heart goes out to that. Right? But then again, you know, what what if the children get sick? Mm. This this is what this is what's worrying
0: me. What if the children get sick? Mm. Valid concerns there. Carol, thanks so much for the call.
1: Cape Talk. Tonight with Lester on Cape Talk.
0: It can be very hard to find hope and meaning during the stress and the anxiety of this period of history, this lockdown that we're currently experiencing. Staying at home is more difficult than we have ever imagined and still with, you know, fears and concerns of people that we know and love, you know, falling sick, some of them Passing away, that reality is now coming thick and fast, and this is why you know we aim to brighten a little bit of our week with stories here on this show from across of South Africa that showcase some of the joy and the beauty of our beautiful country so it 's time to share in our pick of some beautiful news for the week ahead. Um, we are talking about how we won 't let abuse hurt families and how we build safer spaces. We talk about how Uh, Lovebirds are scooping up uh, frosty solutions to, to food waste and also we're talking about building shifts and carving waves and writing history and our stereotypes won't stop us. Our first story. The dining room is quiet, scratching pencils and sighs, the only sound to punctuate the homework session. From the kitchen, the smell of baking bread waltzes through, tapping the kids on the shoulder to remind them that tea time draws near. In many homes across South Africa, tackling essays and algebra after school does not play out in peace. Thousands of children are full with dread, expecting the worst from abusive family members. But at the House of Mercy, Daphne Oliphant cares for children the way they deserve to be treated.
1: I am a guardian, a support system, a home for every child in need. Yet House of Mercy will really re-establish a sense of family after witnessing abuse in my family i realized that there's a lot of children that need love and safety children are exposed to abuse and forgotten even by their own relatives the scars these children carry is more than skin deep they don't simply heal by giving them only food and a safe place to sleep my goal is for the children to achieve their goal to reach their dreams, to achieve what they never thought they could achieve in their life, and to be happy. I'm able to make a change in these children's life, their growth and their future.
0: Next up, when life gives you overripe lemons, you toss them in the trash. People are taught that if something is battered or bruised, it's usually bad. In turn, a culture of extreme food waste has arisen, but Tatum Mbongeni Masondo and Tulandema are changing that. Picking up the discarded lemons, the couple squeeze them and add a few blocks of ice and a pinch of spice, producing a thriving sorbet business in the process. My uh, love story has been a bit too sweet, like a ripe fruit. <laughs>
1: While we were exploring the city in the CBD, we saw a lot of street vendors throwing away overly ripe fruits.
0: The illegal dumping of food is a big problem in the whole world. The first couple of batches tasted really good but we were determined to perfect the mixture before starting and selling. The mission is to clean the city, kill all the food wastage and to help kids grow businesses. Seeing how we've grown from the box and now having our own store, that feels really amazing and unreal. The experience has
1: taught us to persevere and believe in our dreams.
0: A business won't succeed without love and passion. And finally, no one is a stereotype, yet we've built up ideas of each other that inevitably limit us, holding us back from achieving our true potential. Aisha Kafur Richards, Annalisa M'Clawley, and Sherry Brynard have refused to allow themselves to be put in a box. Instead, they're defining their lives on their own terms. Here's their story. <laughs> I knew nothing about surfing. I saw that a lot of them were in great shape. That was a setback for me because I felt as if I wasn't going to fit in.
1: In my community, not many people know about women who are boys. People told my mother not to worry because we don't live long. I don't let my extra chromosome define me.
0: Regardless of the stereotypes around being black and plus size, I wasn't going to let those perceptions stop me from doing what I wanted to do. I was chosen as an African Woman of the Year.
1: I was the first person with a disability to win this competition. I think there is a spark of hope for the future of women in Maryland and in these days. There are more and more women doing groundbreaking things. Success is measured in games
0: oneself and that's it for some beautiful news this week tomorrow we'll be in, uh, we'll be interviewing uh, one of these three stories live here on the show coming up for four minutes to 10 o'clock you're listening to tonight with me Lester